Hey, listeners, I have a treat for you today. This is Marcia Reiner, and I have my friend Joanne Black on the show today. We're going to be talking about no more cold calls and how to turn sales, how to turn your sales into an effortless way to do that on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? If you're like most of us business owners, increasing your profitability is always on your mind. And you're probably looking for ways to grow your revenue while growing your company. Well, you found a podcast that shares ideas to help you do just that. I'm Marcia Reiner, known as the Profit Booster and a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for your future exit. Because building a highly profitable and sale-ready business creates a win-win scenario. That's more money now and a windfall when it's time to let go. And I want to share strategies that I've learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have a super powerful training called the 30-Day Profit Booster. This is where I will show you how you can get, get this, a 45% boost in your net profitability in just 30 days, simply by following a three-step method that doesn't require that you're chasing more customers. This quick and easy profit boosting strategy can be done without spending more money on marketing, hiring additional staff, or working longer hours. Go check it out for free at 30dayprofitbooster.com. All right. Well, I'm really excited to have my guest on today. Joanne Black is America's leading authority on referral selling. No, she's not bragging. Her publisher gave her that moniker, and she's taking it for a ride. Referrals are uh, work whether you're in looking for a job, wanting a promotion, need more clients, or even looking for a date. She's written two books, No More Cold Calling, The Breakthrough System That Will Leave Your Competition in the Dust, and Pick Up the Damn Phone. People are not technology. Seal the deal. I love the names of your books, Joanne. Joanne founded her company in 1996. She continues to work with sales leaders and their teams to create a referral culture. She is an avid blogger and has won multiple awards for her social media presence. So help me in welcoming uh, author, speaker, and sales contrarian, Joanne Black. Welcome to Profit with a Plan podcast, Joanne. Oh, Marcia, what a great intro. Thank you. You're so welcome. It was it was perfectly crafted to to highlight you in the best light. So, Joanne, this is this is really exciting because um, driving revenue. I, I have three pillars in my business and three pillars that I stand this podcast on: increasing revenue, driving growth, and planning for a future sale. And the main part of increasing revenue is you've got to have more sales. So, how in the world did you get started in this area? Got started in a way I never thought. You know, I am an introvert. I was the shyest kid you can ever imagine. I mean, even in college and afterwards, I have never been the life of the party. I'm not going to be that. Um, what that means to be being an introvert, it just means I recharge by being by myself. Mm-hmm. Have I gone to conferences? Have I spoken? Yes, I get geared up for that. I have a great time. And the minute I leave, I'm absolutely exhausted. 
So the thinking that, oh, you need to be just outgoing and bubbly and all of that to be in business, no. In fact, there's been some research that introverts are much better at sales. Really? Yeah, I think it's because we t- we play the long game, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to go boom, boom, boom like that. I want to learn about you. You know, what do you do? What are your values? How can I help you? And asking questions like that to really get to know people and what their issues are. Because I think as most of us know, what people say their issue is, is rarely the re- real issue. <laughs> we Isn't just have to truth? ask a lot of questions to to get to the root cause. So that's that. It was just really um, an awakening for me because I never thought I'd be in sales. You know, I thought of selling as the used car salesman, pushy, aggressive, in your face. That's not who I am. It's not who most of us are. However. I was working for my last consulting firm in 1996. The economy was great. And my colleague said, Joanne, you should go start your own business. I thought, why not? <laughs> that's, that's just what I said. And people said, wasn't it scary? I said, I didn't even think about it. I was just doing it. Well, my first client happened to be a referral, but that's not what got me on this path. I was working with a management team on crafting a sales strategy within their business plan. Mm. Serendipitously, they were doing a customer satisfaction of 50 of their best clients with several rounds. And I added a question to the last round. Would you be willing to be a referral to this client? Mm. The high was seven. My question came back 6.5. Wow. Well, you can imagine, I just couldn't wait to the next management meeting. I went in and I said, 50 of your best clients say they'd be glad to refer you. Are you asking? (laughs) Well, the answer was no in 1996. And by the way, it's no today. (laughs) So there's this big bump. You know, we know clients are the best source of new business, but we're not asking. But that's the backstory, right? So after that, I said, wait a minute, my best business came from referrals, but I better go check it out. So I did what I call my feet on the street research. And I talked to sales execs and salespeople I knew. I said, do you like to get referrals? Seems like a dumb question, but I needed to hear it from them. They said, oh, yes, we love them. Then I said, do you have a referral system, a methodology? Mm -hmm process with a strategy, metrics, skills, and accountability for results. Well, again, the answer was no in 1996, and it's no today. Mm. And so I decided I needed to craft a very straightforward process to close that gap, to make referrals the way we work every day. You know what? Thank goodness you have, because thinking of the people that I know and the clients that I coach, I don't think any of them work on a referral system. You know, of course, they would love it, right? If you remember uh, years ago in the real estate industry, uh, I think it was Brian Buffini was by referral only, right, was the kind of relationship that we wanted. But you just don't see that very often. I think it's it's 
there's challenges with it for us going, I have to ask my clients, hey, would you refer me to somebody? Can you give me three names or whatever? It's always feeling kind of uncomfortable, whether it's the right time, right place or, or right ask. And then, and I mean, there's so many different challenges that I can list that get in way of the referrals. But I think that if you had, as you just stated, a solid system that would allow you to generate those referrals, then wouldn't it be easy to implement that in your business? Yes. So it's simple. It's not easy. Because if it were easy, everybody would be doing it. <laughs> exactly. You know, but but here's the thing. It's um there's this hesitation. And I it's the elephant in the room. And mm -hmm. I started calling it out several years ago when two guys said to me, Joanne, I'm just not comfortable asking. So I had to figure out why. And it's it's really this. Because it's so personal, mm. right, Marcia? Mm -hmm. We're asking someone to help us out. Mm. And help always felt like a weak word. Well, mm. it's not. I mean, because any successful people always have people on their teams, right? Small business owners have people who support them. It's imperative. So here's how the thinking goes. Well, if I have to ask, it must mean my business isn't doing so well, because really, if I were successful, I wouldn't have to ask. We know mm. that's nonsense. Then it feels pushy and aggressive, you know, like that news car, used car salesman. It feels desperate. Because if I were successful, why would I have to ask? Mm. So the thinking there, right, is that if I ask, it must mean I'm not doing so well even though we know the opposite. So wow. there's things like that that get in the way. And so working with clients, that's what we call out because everybody, everybody, I don't care how smart and successful a business owner is, and I'm one of those business owners, everyone has angst about asking. Ultimately, we're afraid of the no, right? It's so personal. What if somebody says no? But you know, the well, funny thing um, that, that, that you bring up here and what I'm hearing is that they're afraid to ask for the sale of sort, right? They're afraid to ask for the referral, but yet they just closed a sale with that person. So they were confident enough to offer their product or solution and say, buy my stuff. And that, that person became a client by, by making the sale. Why is it now harder to say, oh, send me your friend or send me your coworker or send me, you know, your spouse or whatever it may be? It's it's because it's so personal, Marcia, mm. and we are just so afraid of the no. And here's the thing. Think of it this way. If someone you knew, liked and trusted said, can you help me out? What would you say? Of course. Yeah. Okay, but we don't think the opposite, mm -hmm. that they'd say the same to us. But you touched on something important, Marcia. So for me, the definition of a referral is you get an introduction. Mm -hmm. It's not getting a name. I mean, I, you know, maybe that works, but here's the thing about the power of an introduction. So if you introduce me, Marcia, 
then I have an opportunity to find out how do you know this person? What's she like? What do you think the business issues are? Why would she want to talk to me? I want to get all the intel I can get that nobody else has. Mm. So you're going, so I'm going to get that from you. And that makes the introduction powerful. Wow. And that's that's what it is. It's the introduction. If you just get a name, this is my thing. It's cold because to me, cold could mean video, social media, email, and we all get those. Mm-hmm. So my definition of cold is if the person doesn't know you and doesn't expect to hear from you, your outreach is ice cold. Mm. Yep. And then if it's a warm introduction, warm is the 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 key word there, then Joanne, I've just said, you know, Sue, I need you to meet Joanne. Joanne, I need you to meet Sue. And here's the reason why I think you two should meet, right? Yes. Now yes. the door is opened and the expectation for the conversation to continue has already started. And I love that. More so than I'm just in, in, in the ickiness of the feeling of the person being asked to do the referral is not like, I don't need you to sell me. I just need you to introduce me. I'm going to sell myself or my, or my solution, or I'm going to make that relationship and take it to the next level. But yeah, I think that's uh it's just the introduction. I love how simple you made it and, and less stressful. Inter- yeah, it's the introduction, but there needs to be a business reason. So, mm-hmm. Marcia, I'm going to refer you, introduce you because you're a nice person and I like you, but that's not why the other person's going to take the meeting. Mm-hmm. They'll take the meeting because there's a valid business reason. Mm-hmm. So, if I'm talking to you, you may say, you know, Joanne, I know exactly the person you need to talk to, blah, 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 blah. So there is the business reason. And that's that's what you're going to talk to your contact about. If you say, I want you to meet Joanne Black because she's a really nice person, it's, why should I? Well, or I'll get to it whenever I feel like it, right? There's no urgency with it either. Right. Except for when there's a when there's a reason for it. Joanne, you need to talk to Sue because Sue is having challenges with X and I know you're a perfect solution for that. Exactly. Is there a is there a a way to do the introduction? I mean, I'm kind of freeforming here on on my introductions or suggestions I would say. Is there a is there a methodology or a framework that you use? Make the introduction, yes, to actually have the process. That's an uh, we can talk about that in a bit. But what most people say because they're just uncomfortable asking. Well, if you know anybody you could refer me to, (laughs) let me know. Well, there's two things in that. First of all, I don't know a person named anybody. (laughs) Second, I can say no to to that question. And you need to be careful about your questions. If you do want to know, then ask a question when you can get a no. Mm. But if you don't want to get a no, ask differently. Like, who are one or two people you know I should meet? 
And if you're talking to a client, it could be somebody just like you. You know, it could be another business owner, you know, it could be um, a, a friend, a next door neighbor who knows somebody who has a business. There's there's so much data out there. And right. here's the thing. We don't know who people know until we ask. So if you're going to say, do you know anybody? You're going to get a no answer. Yeah. Smart. So dial in the the specific question that you want to ask. And, and if you know the person better and their connections better, then you might even be able to suggest a name. Hey, I noticed that you have a connection with, uh, with uh, Bob Smith. And I would love an introduction to Bob Smith. Would you be open to facilitating that? Okay. I mean, that's and even I would more say, direct. I would, Marcy, I would say no. Why is that? Would you be open to facilitating ah, that? Ah, see? Help me help me craft my, my request better. Yeah. Would you please introduce me, right? Yes. Yes. I'd appreciate it if you would introduce me. Um, love it. But you want to have the conversation first. So just because we're connected on LinkedIn doesn't mean we know the person. Of course right? not. I mean, I've got <laughs> I've got a lot of connections on Facebook or LinkedIn, and I don't specifically know them well enough to. Yeah, that's right. So we have to ask. I'm curious, how well do you know Marcia? Right? And gee, I don't know her at all. Okay, well, you know, then you're going to continue the conversation and other things, and I'm going to say, well, how can I help you? I always say that. Right. Um, because that's what we do. Mm. We put good people together. And when you step back and think about it, that's what referrals are, is putting good people together. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's That takes all the, the ickiness off. Okay, so you've helped us with crafting a good message to ask for the introduction. Is there anything else that we need to do? How is what's the best way to do the introduction? Um, is it a phone call, a text message, an email, a connection email, a LinkedIn? You know what? What have you? What are you finding produces the best introductions? As you know, I have definite points of view about this, and I say never, ever, ever. Ask for a referral in any digital format. That means an email on LinkedIn, on a cold phone call, it doesn't matter. Because remember, if I'm referring you, my reputation is on the line. Mm. Therefore, you need to be sure that they know the person. So it's fine an email. I'm saying, you know, Marcy, I saw uh, Jim Jones that you're connected to him on LinkedIn. Curious. How well do you know him? And you'll sit right back, I have no clue who he is. But then you might say, what are you looking for, Joanne? How can I help you? Or you might not, doesn't matter. But you can do that through email or LinkedIn, however you want, to mm -hmm. find out if they know the person. Mm -hmm. However, if they do know the person, you're never, ever going to ask through LinkedIn or email for the reason we just discussed. We need to get the backstory. We need yeah. to know, how do you know him? What are the business issues? All those kinds of things. That's our opportunity mm. to find out about the person. That's our research. 
It's research we won't find on LinkedIn or anything else, any place mm-hmm. else, because we only put on LinkedIn what do we want to put on LinkedIn. So I don't know. You might say, well, I know him really well. He's my second cousin once removed, and he's in, I don't know, Pennsylvania. I don't know. You see, everybody knows somebody. Mm-hmm. And having that conversation is so exciting because you are learning. You're augmenting your online research with real-time research. And I think, too, um, it allows you to deepen that opportunity or that relationship with the person you're asking for, right? Asking the referral from to allow them to, you know, have some, have that deeper interaction. So it could be a, how's the family, you know, what's going on? Tell me what's this, you know, it becomes more of an opportunity to engage. So I like that idea versus going, Hey, here's, here's a quick message off. How many, how many messages can I get off in, in an hour? Right. Check done on to the next thing, which is why you're not successful rather than taking the time to do the research and then taking the time to connect with that person and have a deeper conversation so that when the referral or introduction is made, that person also has the fuel to make that introduction better. Exactly. And and this is also a lesson about it's not quantity. Yes. It's about quality. Right. And that's what we want. We want quality prospects. Yes. Love that. All right. Um, So when we make the introduction or we ask the person we're we're asking the introduction to make, do we ever give them tools to help them make that introduction easier? Like if you can say this, this would be, you know, do you ever do you ever prime the referral partner to to say things a little bit differently? Well, if you know the person, it's going to be easy. And I would just say, you know, I could craft an email, you craft it. You could say, I don't know who this person is. So say his name's George. George, I just had a chat with Joanne Black. You've told me that you need to grow your business and you need to grow it smartly and profitably (laughs) from Marcia. And you've struggled with it. You've tried all kinds of marketing tactics. It's not working. You've told me, and this is something you can listen for, you've told me that you're not getting qualified leads, that your revenue is suffering or could suffer, right? And if you have a quota not being met, and you say, I want you to meet Joanne Black and have the conversation, then I always send the LinkedIn profile the link. Mm, got it. And and so this begs another question or problem I have. I've only had it a couple times. When people will send an email says, I want you to meet so-and-so. I have no idea who this person is. So somebody went ahead and introduced me. And I remember the one or two times this wasn't anything I did. I, I don't know where mm. this person came up with it. So you always need to have the conversation. So here's what I do. Marcy, if you said you saw something in my LinkedIn profile and I knew the person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would always make sure 
that you knew a person before I ever made the intro. Mm-hmm. It was just a waste of my time. Mm-hmm. And then I wrote back to them. I said, this person is, you know, blah, blah, blah. On another note, I have a couple clients who wanted to refer me to people they knew. And they said, I don't think this person's for you, but you have a big network. And I'm mm-hmm. sure talking to them that you can refer them to the right person, which I do all the time. And I love mm-hmm. it. Nice. So there's there's always more than one way to skin a cat, right? There's there's other opportunities that can come out of the introductions. And it may not be that, you know, I always like to say when I'm when I'm networking, I don't necessarily need you as a customer, but I need everybody you know as a customer, right? So there's that ripple effect of you're meeting somebody that could introduce you to somebody else right so there's opportunities exactly. through through mm-hmm. other ways so i love it this is this is an interesting conversation and it's an um can i say it i don't know if it's true but it seems like a more gentle approach than going out and making cold calls and hard sales and all those things that we always feel are really hard this seems so gentle and so simple I say it's simple, it's not easy because there is right. a process, but right. gentle. I haven't heard that before, but I like that word. Yeah. It, it's respectful Ah, as well. Yes. That's good. That's that. good. We definitely yes. want to be respectful when working with partnerships because these kind of people, these these relationships that we build along the way, whether we're networking or we've done business with them or they're a friend or they're a friend of a friend, when we're making these relationships, you know, respect and 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 authenticity is very important uh, to to your brand, into your image, into the future possibility of anything else you do. You know, um, you always hear that story of, oh, I got Johnny a job, you know, at my place, and he screwed it up, so now my name looks bad. It's that same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. that we want to make sure that we're representing ourselves and treating everybody with respect so that that person that's referring you doesn't get doesn't get their you know they're they don't get tarnished in the process right that we we still keep our brand intact and we treat everybody respectfully and 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 helpfully and you know so on going through i think that's always a scare um on the referrer side is that, uh, you know, I don't want my name dragged down, right? And I think that all starts with when when we act in our, when we act correctly and, and professionally and everything that we do, you know, that that works to our advantage, I guess is the only way to say it. Yeah, and that's who we are. But I think in today, we've gotten pulled away from a lot of that mm-hmm. with everything about yeah. technology. Mm. Look, I love technology, but it's not the be all and end all. People do business with people, period. Mm -hmm. That's it. So technology is a tool. But when it comes down to it, as business owners, people trust us and they like us, so they're going to introduce us. They just don't know what to do. So we're helping them along that path. I love it. And I love the way that you you primed the introduction 
you know, uh, in, in the way that helped the refer to easily refer you over. It doesn't mean that they have to sit there and craft the message themselves. But I think it all goes back to, I believe it was your first book, pick up the damn phone, right? <laughs> you know, you're making, you're making the, you're, you're, you're communicating uh, in a way that, that truly sets you apart from everybody else now, who's just sending you random introductions or, or invites and communications via social media or text messaging. And I think if you go back to the, the, the tried and true and use the phone, you know, you're going to get so much farther. Yes. But we, if we're talking about clients, we need to know our clients. Mm -hmm. And I have one client who might take a week or never answer an email. If I text him right then he mm. responds. And so we need to know how people communicate. Mm -hmm. And if texting is the way they communicate, that's what we need to do. Mm -hmm. um, it's not my favorite way. I think part of that is, I know part of that's generational because I can't do all this stuff real fast. But I also have my texts on my, my uh, computer so I can communicate that way as well. But, you know, we just need to know the best form of communication and how do we mm -hmm. find that out? We I ask. ask. By asking, yeah. having a conversation and deepening the relationship. I love that. I love mm -hmm. that. And I think, you know, you, you've said this several, several times during our conversation today, that people buy from people they know, like, and trust. And the only way they're going to be able to know, like, and trust you is to get to know you. And when they exactly. get to know you, then you have opportunities to share your values and your belief and the way that you've helped people and the things that you enjoy and the things that you don't enjoy. And then through there, that forms the relationship in a way that it no longer becomes uncomfortable to say, Joanne, I see that you know George. You know, how do you know George? Would you please introduce us? You know, and and I think that that breaks down that icky barrier rather than going, okay, there's this right time in the process of the sale for me to go, well, you're happy with everything I produced for you. Who do you know that could do that, right? Which is the common referral language that I hear out there. And it's terrible and it gets no results. <laughs> right. And you could say if a client, somebody just like you, and then complete it. What's this person like? So if you love this client and they're open and they're friendly and they communicate and they're truthful and they respond and all of that, and they're thrilled with what you've done or they've signed on the dotted line, um, so to speak, then of course you want someone just like themselves. See, we need to give this person real specifics about who we're looking for because right. people mm -hmm. want to make a good introduction. Remember, mm -hmm. our you said it, our reputation's on the line. So everybody wants a good introduction. Exactly. And and I just I, I love it. You know, you're you're doing you're doing the groundwork. You mentioned it's not easy because there's work to be done. But I think the benefit will definitely outperform because as a result, referrals, and I know you know the stats a lot better than than I may, but as as a result of a referral given, the it's it's a significantly higher probability of getting the sale. It's not a done deal, but it's a significantly higher probability of getting the sale than it is 
a cold person or an ad that you ran or or somebody you found online, correct? Exactly. So uh, it used to be so when I spoke in front of groups and I don't know, maybe seven years ago, about 100 people in the room. And I have the slide up when you've gotten an introduction to the right person. What percent of the time did that person become a client? And so 30%, no one stands. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm in big trouble. 50%, few people stand. 70%, there's this groundswell. Oh my gosh, wow. it's almost the whole room. Wow. 90% some. So anyhow, over the years, I have continued that. And today it's... 50, 70, some even say 90%, but the 70 is equal to the 50 or it's a little higher percentage-wise. You don't find that anyplace else. No, having a conversion ratio of 70% would be incredibly uh, uh, high uh, in, in any kind of um, opportunity for, for getting a, a, a new client out of it. So why aren't we oh, doing Marcy, this, folks? <laughs> there's no cost to referrals. I was just, that's another fantastic We're idea, say right? That, right? Yeah. Well, you know, when you think about it, you do. You spend so much money on advertising and marketing um, from ads to networking to driving around to business cards and all the paraphernalia that we use. You know, I mean, holy cow, if you just picked up the phone and someone made an introduction, then you didn't pay a penny for that or maybe a dinner afterwards. <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll tell wow. you, there is one cost. Hmm. Somebody refers you. Here's what you must do. Hmm. And I underline must. You get your note cards, your business note cards. And I hope you have them. Mm -hmm. Handwritten thank you note. Mm -hmm. Thanking them for the referral. Put a real stamp on it. And mail it. As human beings, huh? <laughs> we need to be thanked. And I'm yes. telling you, I have gotten over the years so many comments about how appreciative people were of that note because nobody sends them. So you're, the cost you're so to right. you is the cost to your note cards and the cost of a stamp, yeah, which is way more than 60 cents now. <laughs> and, and, rate, and, the, and the time and thought and caring that you put in for that, for those few moments to handwrite a card, thank you so much for the for for introducing me to Susie, right or George. You know, thank you for doing that. It meant a lot to me, and I truly appreciate that. And maybe even a, a reciprocal. I've got someone that you should meet, right? You know, would be even better. But I think that you know uh, that relationship and that giving opportunity, you know, is always thanked more. You know, or send a send a box of cookies, a bottle of wine. I know there's a, there's a, um, a CPA firm that sends uh, a, a candy subscription. So you get this little box with three or four different types of gummies and candies and chocolates that you get to choose from. Um, it's, it's nice, but it's not the same as a note card because that was something that their assistant ordered for you when this is something that looks like they wrote it themselves and appreciated it from, from here themselves. So, Yes, and you, you know, I'm fine sending a gift after the fact. 
Mm-hmm. but not as a reason for the introduction. Mm, so right. the best thing is a charity you like. If you know that person's charity, you make a donation. Mm. And that is so appreciative. I can tell you over the years, some people have just been thrilled. Mm-hmm. I think that's the right word. Love it. Love it. Joanne, this has been lovely. It's been wonderful. You've opened my eyes, you know, corrected some of my verbiage in my in my communications that I'm going to take to heart. And I love that you finished it off with a handwritten note card. So these are really good, good ideas to really build that relationship in a way that you can get referrals from your existing clients and friends and, and relationships that you have out there. So where can listeners find out more about you, your books, and your methodology? I suggest very strongly going to my website, nomorecoldcalling.com. And you'll see on the home page there's a way to sign up for my uh, insights. So about twice a month. I send an email to blog. Sometimes it's something special. So you're not going to be inundated. Good. There's always going to be some tips about referrals. And most importantly, when you register for that, you get access to my referral IQ quiz. It's 14 yes, no questions would take you like no time to complete because it's yes, no. And uh, nobody else sees it. If I want to see it, I can, but I don't look at it. With clients, I look at it. But that's going to give you a real picture of where you're strong and where you need help. Mm. And any questions I can answer for you, my email is joanne, J-O-A-N-N-E, at nomorecoldcalling.com. Love it. Thank you, Joanne. I know that that's super valuable. And why not take a quiz and figure out really where you are, right? Answer the, answer the questions, easy questions on it. And, you know, twice a month is, is just perfect time to receive some ideas that keeps referrals in your mindset. And so I love that. I encourage listeners to uh, sign up for that and go on to Joanne's website. So while you're at it, listeners, thanks for listening. I hope you found a couple of ideas to put into your business that will help your business become more profitable. And I know referrals are a fantastic, low-cost way to build your revenue and to deepen relationships with potential partners and affiliates that can help you grow your business. As I mentioned, would you like to grab 45% boost in your net profitability in just 30 days? Don't think it's possible? Well, it is. Go check out my free training called the 30-Day Profit Booster. Remember, this quick and easy profit-boosting strategy can be done without spending more money on marketing, hiring additional staff, or working longer hours. Get more information at 30dayprofitbooster.com. And Joanne and I would love to hear any comments you have. Tell us about your best referral partner and how it worked. Just comment in the thread here and Joanne and I will respond back. And while you're at it, please subscribe. You don't want to miss future podcasts. And as always, you can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players. And we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Joanne. Fantastic. Thanks, Marcia.